there. Welcome to You're Doing Fine, Oklahoma, where we explore mysteries, hauntings, and family secrets from the great state of Oklahoma and beyond. I'm Shy. And I'm Shanna. We're wannabe mystery solvers and cousins that love to hash out our favorite whodunits during family time. Our husbands are afraid of us, as As they they should be. be. Okay. Oh, wonderful. <clears throat> let's do podcasty shit. Um, let's do. Um, so do we have any <clears throat> podcast news? Pod- do we have anything coming up? Is there any new shows you're watching? Well, I've been reading a shit ton of books. Nice. I have been watching. I'm a little embarrassed to say it because this is not my general realm of shows Mm -hmm. we finished under the banner of heaven that was phenomenally good and fucking terrifying okay gonna have to check that out yeah um well you should you're into cults yeah it's very culty yeah so uh i've also been reading a shit ton of books and i started watching (laughs) on netflix Mm -hmm. just for a palate cleanser yes I started watching Good Witch. It's oh, a nice. Hallmark show. Oh, good God. It's a Hallmark show. So it is so sweet, it will give you a toothache. Oh, my gosh. But it's very, like, I don't know. It's just a palate cleanser. Nice. For me. I like the palate cleansers, especially when we're, like, you know, knee-deep in true crime stuff. Yeah. Trying to watch all the true crime stuff. So, yeah. The in darkness. Cleansers. Yeah. And the dark shit that's going on everywhere, everywhere right now. Um, sometimes you just need a little palate cleanser, and I totally yep. get that. Yep. So I've been doing that. I've been reading a lot, reading uh, some mystery fiction and stuff like that, and rereading old favorite books. Nice and whatnot. Nice. So you know, just living my life. I love it. That's what I do. Yeah. That's can't argue with that. Really you can't. do you, boo. I am. I'm doing me all the time. All the time. (laughs) Okay. Well, are we ready to get this show a rolling? Let's do it. Let's jump right in. So it's my turn today. Yep. So I ran across when we were like, oh my gosh, we have to think of something to record this weekend. Kind of went into a panic mode because most of the time I'm like, yeah, I'm totally going to do this story. I already have something in my head, right? Yep. And did not at all have anything, like, remotely. I was like, oh, crap, what am I going to do? Oh, sorry, guys. I just hit the mic. So I just randomly typed in uh, or went into Murderpedia. Duh. Uh-huh. And <laughs> uh, found just by alphabet. um went down the line and found one and this is my dark twisted mind tried to find somebody that had more than two victims um and i ran across this one okay um this also happened in the 80s um because we do for whatever reason the crimes in the 80s some of them were fucking insane we love the 80s. And this is one of them. Um, 
I think my dog is outside the door uh, whining. So if you hear her, that's just her being sad because my family just left to get lunch. Okay. <laughs> that's her needing a human uh, pack person. Like, where is her pack? They've left. She needs to be next to me. Okay. So this is the Geronimo bank robbery. Okay. Okay. Happened in Geronimo, Oklahoma. Which is? Which is down near Lawton. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. It is a town of only around 900 people. Yeah, so it's, it's tiny. it's smaller than our little hometown. It's tiny. Okay. So, on December 14th, 1984, Tellers, Kay Bruno, age 42, Jerry Bowles, age 19, and Joyce Milanix, age 27, Joyce was seven months pregnant at the time, Ooh. would start their usual day at the First Bank of Chattanooga in Geronimo, Oklahoma. Okay? Hmm. Okay. Around 1 p.m. that day, a man by the name of J. Wesley Neal would enter the bank and force the tellers to the back room at gunpoint, telling them to lie face down on the floor. Neil would then proceed to stab the three women. Shit. Yeah. So it escalated very quickly. Okay. So, little background on Jay Wesley. Again, this is an 80s murder. There's not a lot of information. Um, but I do know that he uh, was born April 9th of 1965. At the age of 18, he joined the Army as... They did back in the day. Okay. Okay. Before the age of 19, though, Jay would meet a bartender by the name of Robert Johnson. The two would fall in love, and Jay would soon um, admit that he was a homosexual and be discharged from the Army. Because oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Part of me was like, good for them. Yes. But then I was but like, then, oh. Yeah, but then he got discharged. Okay. So. And he would have been dishonorably discharged, correct? I believe so. Yes. So the two would soon move into an apartment together in Lawton. And at some point, Robert would lose his bartending gig. I don't know if it was because of their relationship, but being the 80s. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. And with Jay not working, things would start to get rough financially for the two of them. And they were pretty much on the verge of eviction and losing their vehicle. Um, so Jay began plotting a bank robbery, like talking about how easy it would be. Um, he knows of a bank that they could go to, their bank that they use. Oh, you don't go to your own fucking mm -hmm. bank. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. That's yeah. like a rookie mistake. I know. So, <clears throat> on December 12th, 1984, just two days prior to the crime, Jay tries to buy a gun, but was told at the time that he was too young to purchase the gun. So at the time, you had to be 21. Why aren't we doing that still? Mm. Good question, Shan. Why aren't we? Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. 
The next day, however, Robert, being 21, would register for a gun permit at the Lawton Police Department. And then both Jay and Robert would go to the local hardware store and purchase two hunting knives. So hold on. Okay. So in 84... Yes. You had to go get a gun permit from the local police department? That is correct. And you could not be under the age of 21 that to is, buy a far, firearm. That is correct, Shan. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But they bought two hunting knives. They did buy two hunting knives. Did they also purchase a gun? At the hardware store? Or are you talking about... Sorry. Yeah. I... Hold, please. I I'm, heard hardware store, mm-hmm. and for some reason, I heard sporting goods store. But I actually heard hardware store. So you're thinking Academy, where they do sell guns. <laughs> Dick's, however, does not. <laughs> I was like, they bought a permit for a gun and bought two knives? Mm-hmm. I was so confused. Go ahead. That same I know. day, the day that he would apply for the permit, they then, after applying, went to the hardware store. And got the two knives. Gotcha, because it takes time to process the permit. Yeah, 24 hours. Interesting. Uh, I know. Okay, cool. I mean, it's like, it's like we, there's, you know, steps that can be taken. Interesting. Sometimes this didn't turn out so well, but. Hmm. Okay, tell me more. Okay. Jay, that day, would also meet with a travel agent and try to get tickets to Nassau. Remember Nassau? Oh, Nassau's gorgeous. Yeah, we love Nassau. We loved it. The Mm -hmm. snorkeling, barracudas. Barracudas in the water, looking at all the beautiful houses right on the reef. God bless it. Yeah. Beautiful. Sharks, all the things. He tried to get tickets without having any money. Uh Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yep. So, they wanted to leave December 14th. However, there were no flights that next day on December 14th. So Jay purchased tickets to San Francisco instead. Okay. Just trying to get the fuck out of Dodge. Mm -hmm. Yep. He would also reserve an executive suite at a hotel and limousine service. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah. That's a little... Okay. Right. So when asked about payment, Jay told the travel agent he would pay the next day when they came to pick up all this stuff. So apparently back in the 80s... They just took your word for it. Yeah. They didn't need a, you know, down payment or payment right then. They were like, sure, you're good for it. Come on back. And I think you can theoretically still actually buy a ticket at an airport ticket counter. Mm -hmm. This was at a travel agent. I know, but I'm saying, like, my train of thought was, like, how would you hold your tickets if you don't have payment, you know, Mm because essentially what the travel agent is doing is like fronting you money if they're reserving a ticket for you. But then I'm like, maybe they didn't have to back in the eighties. Like maybe you still paid. I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of questions, but then I'm like, how would you even do it today? But you can still buy tickets at a ticket counter today. Yeah. (laughs) If the flight's not full. True. So, but most of the time, flights are full now. Yeah. Another story. And great. Um, after purchasing the gun permit and doing, you know, running their little errands, they would then visit the Geronimo Bank. Not doing any business, they would just literally walk in 
look around and leave. And this bank was in a prefab building. So you know it was not a large bank. So what are you saying? All the red flags were raised. What are you saying by a prefab building? Like a shed? Like I think at the time it was like probably a prefab or like a metal building. Oh, okay. I understand what you're saying now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, again, not doing any business with the ladies at the counter. Just checking the place out and leaving. I would be fucking terrified. Everything is so sus so far. It's just everything. Everything is suspicious. Everything. Okay. So, the next morning, Around This all happened super quick, so you're ready for the timelines? Shit, I okay. guess. Next morning, December 14th, around 11.30, Robert and Jay would go back to the Lawton Police Department, pick up the gun permit, and at around 12.30, would purchase a 32 revolver at a pawn shop. Okay. 32 caliber. caliber. They would then go to a local discount store for ammunition... However, when they tried to load the gun, the bullets weren't the correct bullets. The gun, yeah. So the gun had been mistakenly, mistakenly marked as a thirty-eight. So they thought they were buying a thirty-eight. I guess. Oh, which would be way more common than a thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Understood. So back to the discount store they go <laughs> to get the right bullets. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, 12.45, Robert would ask a neighbor if he could use their phone to call their travel agent. He uh, wanted to get an earlier flight to San Francisco that left around 2.30. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. A little after 1.00. Jay would go into the Geronimo Bank and force Kay, Jerry, and Joyce to the back room at gunpoint, telling them to lie face down on the floor and then proceed to stab each of them. It would be found later that Kay had been stabbed 34 times. Jesus. Joyce, who was seven months pregnant, had been stabbed 27 times. And nearly decapitated. And Jerry would be stabbed a total of 14 times. Jesus. All three women would be found with sawing type (gasps) of wounds on their necks. Like he tried to slit their throats or whatever? He either tried to slit their throats. Or tried to cut their heads off? Mm -hmm. Tried to either slit their throats or cut their heads off. Ew. All stab one stab wounds would be from the chest up. Yeah. I'm like, how did this go from a robbery? When I was reading this, I'm like, how in the hell did this go from So he had some serious issues with women I anyway. So. I think so. Yes. There was something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it's one thing to like rob a bank and tie people up and leave them. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you've already planned your getaway. Right. You've already planned, you know, essentially, like, trying to leave the country. You tried. You didn't succeed. But I'm just wondering why when a flight to Nassau wasn't available, 
they didn't just schedule a bank robbery for the day the flight to Nassau was available. Like, why wouldn't you just ske- schedule a flight to leave the country? I, you know, I mean, and I have so many questions. Yeah. This was amateur hour, obviously. And then it escalated to something really bad. Very quickly. Like, just we're just going to rob this bank, and then it turns into brutal. But wait, oh, there's more. God. There's always more. Always. So, while Jay and those three victims were in the back room of the bank, a woman by the name of Bellen, which I really like that name, B-E-L-L-E-N. That's Bellen, her first name? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Robles or Robles would enter the bank after noticing no one was at the teller window. Mm. When she walked in, she would look down the hall, like she would see that it was completely empty, look down the hallway and notice a man bent over something. Bellin turns around, walks out, tells her husband, Reuben, that she thought someone was robbing the bank. Yeah. Okay. Reuben, not believing her. Oh, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Grabs their 14-month-old daughter <gasps> and Bellin and walks inside the bank. At the same time, they're all three walking in the bank. Another gentleman, a local farmer by the name of Ralph Zeller, also going to the bank to do some business, walk in the bank. Okay? As soon as they walk in the door, Jay meets them with a gun and forces the four back to the same room as the three prior victims. Okay? What the fuck? Yes. Yep. So this is the part where I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. They were all four left in this back room with those three women Uh that were already gone. Yeah. Jay then goes up to the front and starts bagging up all the cash he can find. While up front, yet another person enters the bank. A woman by the name of Marilyn Roach. She was also then led to the back room with the others and forced to lie down. In her accounts, some of these people survived. Okay? There was hardly any room in this back room for anyone else to be on the floor. That's how little this bank was. Okay. So soon after he has Marilyn lay down, gunshots go off. Marilyn would be shot twice in the back of the head. (gasps) The local farmer, Ralph, also shot twice in the back of the head. Bellin and Reuben were each shot once in the back of the head. Yeah, that's all the bullets that that 38 would hold. Ralph Zeller unfortunately, didn't survive. However, the other three did. And Reuben would testify that after being shot, he turned his head to keep blood from getting in his eyes and would watch Jay point the gun at his 14-month-old daughter and would hear the gun click because the gun was out of bullets. So the precious baby did not get shot. Because he ran out of bullets. But he was going to fucking kill her. Yeah, he was. Yes. 
What a sack of shit. Yeah. This, uh, this, the whole time I'm like, how did this go from needing money, wanting to rob a bank, to you are trying to kill. You've tried to kill eight eight people. One of those women was seven months pregnant. So you killed four people right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think an 84 death of an unborn child was... Was it? I think it all, it just all depends on like (laughs) viability at that point. But I don't, was, I thought that was, I thought that was more close to our time now that they actually established that. Um. And not in the 80s. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know that it's been a long time that if you had somebody that was so pregnant that the baby was viable outside of the womb on mm-hmm. their own, you could get charged. Yeah. I don't know when that came into existence. Yeah. So okay. I don't want to speculate, but yeah. but anyways, there were four deaths immediately. Yeah. Almost well, one more and then almost another four. So I the whole time I was reading this, I was like, what in the fuck? Like, this guy was nuts. This guy... No, that's not even being nice to people that have mental health. This... It, there was something there. There Very much. There was something there. Yeah. So, at around 1.25, this all started at 1. Okay. A woman by the name of Pam Matthews would enter the bank, notice the disarray, Notice that there's a bunch of fucking cars in the parking lot and no one is in there. Mm-hmm. That's a, I'm a big, uh, go fuck yourself. I'm not coming in here. Yeah. Just wait. It gets worse. Oh, Jesus Christ. Would call out to see if anyone was in the bank and would testify that it was super quiet, quiet, excuse me, except for a baby crying. <sighs> so she walked down the hallway and discovered all the victims. Jay was nowhere in the building. So between 1 and 125, he, he had robbed the bank, killed four people, and left four injured. Three injured and one baby by her little lonesome. Pam would run across the street, like noped it right out of there, run across the street to get help at the local cafe. Yeah. Yelling the bank had been robbed. Inside the cafe was Calvin Bowles. The father of 19-year-old Jerry Bowles. Oh, no. Just minutes, Shan, this was heartbreaking. Minutes before this robbery, Calvin had went to the bank to cash a check and say hi to his daughter on his lunch break. Ugh. I hate all of this. Yes. This is the fucking worst. Yes. He would be one of the first people in the bank and would find his lifeless daughter. Ugh. Yes. And in his testimony, he was like, I tried to check for a pulse. I tried to, you know, like identify everything. He was like, I just, I couldn't. And he just broke down. Like he was trying to, he was trying to find any sign of life and there was none. Oh, God. Yeah. It was the worst. This is awful. Yeah. Jay and Robert would then arrive at the Lawton Airport around 230 for of course for their flight to mm-hmm. San Francisco. Pick up their tickets, pay for them in cash, pay for their whole travel booking in cash, 
and set off for San Francisco. They had left a note for a friend that they were going to Georgia. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So they tried to point people in the wrong direction, but. Once they arrived in California, Jay calls this friend uh, and lets them know that they arrived in Georgia and asked if anything exciting was happening around Lawton. Okay. The neighbor didn't think to tell them about the robbery in Geronimo. So she was like, no, nothing, you know, nothing I know of. What is your face right now? You're like, this is not add up. I'm just like, why? Why were they trying to get caught? Why were they trying to be so fucking suspicious mm-hmm. about everything? Mm-hmm. It's like they're trying to get caught. I think I, I think they're just stupid. I have so many, like so many questions. They're just dumb. Like they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Just idiot. They were just asshole murderers, disgusting monsters. Do you think the other guy knew that his partner went in there to murder people? He, by all accounts, said he did not. He thought he was just going in there to rob. To rob them. But pretty sure. I mean, how would you come home with blood on your hands and not? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, say things got out of hand, three women jumped me or whatever. Right. Yeah. That was not brought up in anything. So I'm assuming that he got home and he was like, yeah, say things went south. Let's get the fuck out of here. Hmm. So. Interesting. Okay. Go on. So. The friend, um, after not telling them, you know, like not even think about it, they, um, they would then, I think it's Sunday evening, they would then call another friend, tell them they were in the in Georgia, and then ask that same question, like, anything excited, you know, exciting happen in around town today, blah, blah, blah. This friend did tell them about the murders. Mm-hmm. And then Jay asks if they have any leads. To which the friend responds... Um, no, but they have the FBI. They called an FBI, right? Yeah, because it's a fucking fucking bank bank robbery. FBI had a composite drawing, and the sketch looks just like Jay. Hashtag no No shit. shit. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. So they're like, oh, fuck. Okay, well, uh, let's, I guess, for the next three days... Live our best lives in San Francisco. So they getting away with $17,000 in cash would go on these huge um, shopping sprees with expensive clothing and jewelry. They would take a limousine everywhere. They got that executive suite at the hotel and copious amounts of cocaine. So they were just living it up. All of that for $17,000. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. You tried to kill a baby for $17,000. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah. Disgusting. Like monster. This. Ew. Okay. 
So they, the pair alleged that they were going to commit suicide once the money ran out. Okay. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Then what was the fucking point of this whole... Right. Whole thing. I think they were just fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, like I said, it's bananas. It is a fucking crazy-ass story. I'm so sick of people being like, I'm going to commit suicide, but I'm going to take people with me. Go fuck yourself. Kill yourself if you need to. I'm not advocating it. I'm, I would like for people to get help before it gets to that point. But don't take people with you. Right. Why? Yeah. Right. Like. I think the people that do that, um, they are truly doing it to get away with something. Right. In their On their terms. So when they shoot someone and then shoot themselves. They're getting away with it on their terms and not someone else's, right? So I just, I don't understand what the point is, Yeah, I guess. I'm kind of like, if you're that, whatever. Yeah. If you're to the point where you can kill yourself anyway, why are you taking other people with you? Right. What's the point? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. Ugh. Most people that are suicidal or have suicidal ideologies do not want to take people with them. They just no longer want to exist themselves. Yeah. It's those people that take people with them that truly are, I think, evil. Yeah. So most of those bills that were stolen were marked bills. Of course. So the FBI was able to track them down. Like I said, in three days time in San Francisco. Well, yeah. Yeah. So they weren't able to use up all that dough and then off themselves. They were caught. Yes. Yeah. So quickly brought back to the Oklahoma. Your face right now is killing me. I'm just, I fucking hate these guys. No, seriously. I'm so annoyed. Seriously. So they would, there would be two trials for Jay and Robert. Okay. Were they tried separately? The first one, they were tried together. Oh. And prosecution would allege that Robert was also in the bank with Jay. Because they were like, how else are you going to stab three women by yourself? Which, in my mind, like, that's a very reasonable question. If you point a gun at anyone, especially people that are in banks that are told to just comply and hand over the money if you're robbed. Yep. Comply. Don't lose your life. Don't do anything stupid. Give them what they want and hope that they move on. Of course, I'm sure they thought he's pointing a gun at us. He's going to put us in a back room. He's probably going to lock us in. Right. And he's going to take the money out of our right registers or whatever, whatever the money drawers are. Yeah. Um. I mean, if someone points a gun at you. Right. You're going to do what you want them to do, especially if you're seven months pregnant. Right. You're not yeah. going to fight back. Right. Come on. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Who Whose theory was this? I have phone calls to make. Whose theory was this? This yeah. dumb. So they, at the first trial, the, and this is just to show you a sign of the times, which they probably still do this, but it's probably not allowed Mm -hmm. okay 
So prosecution made sure that the jurors, as well as the media, knew that the two were a homosexual couple. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. That also happened to commit a heinous crime. Yeah. Okay. That's 1,000%. I mean, that's real. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. So as if the murder wasn't heinous, heinous enough. Anyway, they would compare their relationship to a heterosexual relationship that was on the verge of destruction and that Jay would do anything to keep from losing Robert. Okay. So this was their this was their game plan. Like we need to show them just how crazy he was about his partner. And that he would have done anything to keep him because they had no money. He thought he was going to lose Robert. They were losing their home. They were losing their car, like all the things or, you know. Okay. So, um, in one, in one statement, the prosecution would state, and this is a quote from the appellate. Um, what's that? Justia. Mm-hmm. Just put in the back of your mind, What if I was setting in judgment on this person without relating it to Jay Neal? I like to go through some things that, to me, depict the true person, what kind of person he is. He is a homosexual. You're deciding life or death on a person that's a vowed homosexual. I was like, oh, shit, that was brazen as fuck. Uh, Your homophobia is showing. Um. Defense obviously was like, objection, like, (laughs) what is this? Like, you're whatever. Um, The judge allowed it. The judge allowed that statement. would actually not be surprised if there was still a statute on the books at that time that was, that, like, outlawed sodomy and stuff like that. Yes, there was, actually. Um, At that time, if you were caught engaging in a homosexual act you could mm-hmm. receive up to 10 years in prison yep yes in so they didn't charge them with that no wow yeah i'm surprised actually yeah so both men were found guilty and sentenced to death in this first trial jesus okay okay however in 1992 they were granted a retrial on the grounds that they should have been tried separately because Robert was not in the bank, and so they were going to... Yeah, they didn't commit the crimes together. Correct. Yeah. So, however, before this second trial, Jay would reach out to the survivors and the family members of the deceased to ask for forgiveness. Some of the victims, including Pam Matthews, the one that came in and found everyone Uh for help, she would actually forgive him. Yes. He also did an interview with the 700 Club. Do you remember that show at all? Oh, I'm not even, <laughs> nope, not even going there. Oh, yeah. Totally did an interview where he tried to explain the robbery and attacks, stating it was like everything went black and he wasn't really aware of what was going on. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he was... He he found God, okay? We'll, we'll just say that. No. Mm-hmm. Which most of them do on death row, right? I mean, they find something. They like to say they found God. 
they find something. Mm -hmm. So at the second trial, Jay would once again be found guilty and sentenced to death. Mm -hmm. However, Robert would uh, not get the death penalty. He would only get life without parole. For conspiring to... Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. On December 12th of 2002, Jay would be executed Mm -hmm. for the murders. And before the drugs were administered, Jay would once again ask for forgiveness. And addressing the crowd at the execution would say, I want everyone to know that I'm really sorry for what I did to you. I'm not sorry, excuse me, I'm not sorry for dying here today. I'm not sorry because I'm lying here. I'm sorry for the horrible, horrible thing I did. I hope you find some comfort in that. And he was pronounced dead at 618 that evening. Hmm. And that is the batshit crazy story about the Geronimo bank robbery. I have never heard of this. No, I hadn't either. Never. Nope, had not either. Not at all. Like, who just all of a sudden is like, I'm going to go rob a bank. He had to have this in the back of his mind that he was going to, when you get hunting knives, I don't know. Like, how do you go from, I need money, to I'm going to almost decapitate three women? Well, I don't understand. That was my whole thing. Like, if you have the gun, why do you need the hunting knives? Right. You know what I mean? Because if you're if you're prodding people into a different location with a gun pointed mm-hmm. at them, mm-hmm. why do you also need knives? Yeah. Why? Yeah. And, I mean, the fact that they got a gun right beforehand shows a lot of premeditation. Yes. A lot of premeditation. Yes. It wasn't just something that... They were like, well, shit could go down. They'd already looked at the place. They knew it was women working in there. Yes. It wasn't like they had three security guards and. Correct. Whatever. So I'm, I'm just so confused as to how they would. Especially the partner, how he would make the argument of like, oh, I had no idea that anything was going to happen. Because it's one thing to like buy a gun you also bought the bullets. Correct. So if you have an unloaded gun that you're using for, like, show or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. to show force, that's, to me, that's one thing. Right. And you also bought two hunting knives. You not only bought one set of ammunition, you went back because it was the wrong fucking ammunition. Right. So in your mind, there was at least an inkling that someone was going to get shot and or stabbed. Yeah. That that weapon was going to be used at some point. Yeah. So I'm just confused as how, as to how they made that argument. That's like, "Eh, I didn't really know. Yeah. You know, I didn't participate, but I also didn't know. Right. That's nonsense. Yeah. Just, that's just his story. He had to come up with, so he wouldn't be put to death with his, partner because i mean gonna i'm innocent i just helped him no Uh, i don't know it it was just a crazy story to me and i couldn't it's like i don't understand 
I truly don't understand how you get from, I'm going to go rob a bank to shooting. I'm going to decapitate, attempt to decapitate people. Yeah. I, in a matter of, and try to shoot a 14 month old. Yeah. Like if he would have had enough bullets, he would have. Yes. Known. Yeah. And his whole thing was, I was, I wasn't going to shoot the, the kid. And that's when they brought up the dad and the dad was like, I watched you point yeah. that gun at my child's head and you couldn't shoot my And child. luckily you shot some of us twice. Yeah. Or else you would have had bullets for this child. Correct. Yeah. Like, I mean, I hate to say luckily because like, fuck me, getting shot twice in the head is horrific, but. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Jesus And how Christ. these people survive those, those gunshot wounds. Did everyone that was shot survive? No. So Ralph, the the local farmer that walked in with Bellin and Reuben, mm-hmm. um, would not survive his two two shots. But Bellin and Reuben mm-hmm. survived. Yes. And their daughter survived. Yes. Wow. I wonder if it was just because it was a smaller caliber gun. A thirty two. Maybe. So I don't, I'm, I'm assuming yes. So it was insane. Wow. Okay. That was fucking dark. Yeah. I need to go home and watch Good Witch now for a palate cleanser. I'm unfortunately not going to watch a palate cleanser. I'm going to finish Stranger Things. Um, Oof. Mm. This season is fucking terrifying. No, I'm out on all of that. (laughs) I don't do any of that. Mm -mm. I just really like it a lot, but it's terrifying. Mm -mm. So. That's, that's my story, Shan. That was a good one, Shy. Thanks, Shan. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this episode or you're just really optimistic that we'll only get better from here, like, subscribe, follow You're Doing Fine Oklahoma on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at You're Doing Fine OK Pod. That's you are underscore. Doing underscore fine underscore okay underscore pod.